Now we're doing the Midwest region, recapping and looking forward as we've been doing the whole time. So, started with first with Houston, I give him a B plus. B plus. The questions remain around. Wow, this is so disrespectful. Sasser, as they, but it didn't stop them from staying alive. They, there are some ugly wins, starting with the North Kentucky game. Jarris Walker led the team with 16, shooting 75% in the field. But and they also limited the North Kentucky to 27.5% field goal percentage and 15.2 from three, which is pretty impressive. Yes, somehow yeah. I think Northern Houston, Kentucky still kept it close, which is kind of embarrassing too by Houston that they let someone shoot that I, bad and they're still. Houston close. had 17 turnovers to Northern Kentucky's seven. Yeah. Uh, that is really, really bad. Um, they only had seven turnovers against Auburn in the next game. So I think that's just an outlier, and they should have beaten Northern Kentucky by more. Or you just hope it's an outlier because you chose them to win the whole thing. Hey, I think they're A. They, against Auburn, they, they were down hey, by just, 10. What? They were down by 10 at halftime, and they came back to win by 17. So that's a 27 point, or 27 points better than Auburn in the second half. Yeah. Trayman Mark led Houston with 26 points, shooting 9 for 17. And they also shot 30% better from the free throw line than Auburn. Auburn shot 52% something yeah. after that. Horrible. And another, you can't expect to win a game when you're shooting that bad. Another thing that is looking good for Houston, uh, Marcus Sasser and... Uh, Sneed, they both uh, picked up four fouls with probably about eight minutes left. And at that point, it was still kind of close. So they had to go to the bench. And they're the two point guards for the team. And Houston was able to keep it together. They actually like made the score even larger, or made the lead even larger. Yeah. Okay, next, number two, Texas. I give A-. minus. They beat the best three-point team in the nation, Percentage-wise, in Colgate. Colgate? Did you just say Colgate? Colgate, whatever. It doesn't matter. It's like a toothpaste brand and a college at the same time. Colgate. No one cares. Okay. By 20, Sir Jabari Rice led them with 23 points, shooting 8 from 14 from the field. They also held Colgate to 20% while shooting 56.5% from the field. So, Colgate never could get anything going. Which, yeah. And especially when you hold a elite three-point shooting team, too. Yeah, and not great. Texas is on a six-game winning streak right now. And this is a, here are the teams they beat. They beat Kansas, Oklahoma State, TCU, Kansas again, Colgate, and Penn State. So, those are all good teams. Like... Oklahoma State just barely missed the um, tournament, so I, I think Texas. It's going to the final four. Could I think they'll lose to Houston, but no, if they beat the Houston, they could win it all. They're looking really good right now. And then the second game against Penn State, they're down three with Texas was down three with 4:50 to go, but then they went on a 16 to eight run to advance. Dylan, the Sioux. Scored a game high, 28 points, shooting 14 from 20 from the field. 
They also held second-team All-American Jalen Pickett to only 11 points and 10 rebounds. And they held a team that shot 58% from three in the previous game to only 20, 28.6. Yeah, and, and they also only shot 7.7 from three by themselves, but they've played such a great game. Yeah, they really relied on DeSue in that game, especially only only getting 7.7% from the three-point line, Yeah, which is like two three-pointers. It's surprising um, that they were able to win the game so despite shooting that So just the points bad. in the paint, they were able to do really, really good on that. Yeah, I mean, I wish they lost earlier because it's Texas, but whatever. Okay, whatever. Go ahead. Xavier, next team. They play Texas on Friday. I give them a B. It was a tell of two games for them to describe their run to the Sweet 16. Yeah. I They're know. down 13 with 9.56 to go in the second half against... Kennesaw State, and they stormed back to win, finish on a 24-6 run. Jerome Hunter led the way with 24 points, 5 rebounds, and 3 assists. Xavier shot 22 from 30 from the line, compared to Kennesaw only 8 from 13, so they drew more fouls, so that's... And they also shot a lot better from the line, mm -hmm. too, so... I remember watching... I watched the start of this game, and about... Five minutes into the game, Xavier's leading by nine, 18 to nine. I was like, well, it's over. Xavier's blowing them out. They're scoring 100. I said they're going to score 100. And then they barely beat Kennesaw State. So, yeah, well, I just said they, they were really scoring 100. And you just wanted to say that just to sound dumb. No, they looked really they looked really good on offense to start of the game. And then they just. Yeah, well, you can't them. just expect someone to score 100 that rarely. I know. Happens. Okay. Against Pitt, they jumped out to a huge lead. They got as high as 20 until it was cut down to 11 garbage time. Xavier had 22 assists, a great ball of movement. They also doubled that of Pittsburgh, shooting 9% better from the field. Well, the assists were double, and then they shot 9% better from the field. All Xavier players had double digits against picks. All, all starters. I was like, uh, I'm going to say all starters. I don't know about that. And Pittsburgh didn't have an answer for Xavier. It's like when their offense plays that good, yeah, they couldn't do anything um, about it. Xavier, this I don't know if this, this isn't a bad thing, but it, I feel like it is a disadvantage that they haven't played uh, a seed better than an 11th seed. And I know you can still easily win against teams, but Texas, we're just talking about how they're riding on a six-game win streak against well, really Texas good teams. Texas didn't play a better team than Xavier. Colgate, I mean, not Colgate and... I know, but they played Kansas twice. They won those. I mean, Penn State's actually pretty good. So I think it could be a little bit of a disadvantage that they have had a rel relatively easier teams to play. Because I feel like Pitt, they weren't that good. They just played Iowa, Iowa State, and Iowa State did horrible. Well, they also were ready, and Iowa State did not show up. But we'll yeah. talk about that when we get to them. Next four, Indiana... I give them C. They lost to Miami in the second round. So, a disappointing end to a roller coaster season. They first beat Kent State by 11. After only not being down 9 8, they basically led the rest of the game after being down 9 8 to Kent State. Tracy Jackson Davis scored 24 points. As. Indiana shot 14.9% better from the field than Kent State. So, they... 
Yeah. Um, Dominated. Just disappointing against uh, Miami. They played well, but Miami played a lot better. Yeah, they gave up 20 offensive boards as they lost by 16. Also, Miami had seven, got seven shots, seven more shots off and made eight more. So they, yeah. and then all, overall, they just, and it, Miami played a lot phys, more physical and seemed like Miami just wanted it more. Yeah, it did seem like that. Um, and Miami, actually, we can just talk about that when we get to Yeah, I was going to. Okay, yeah, we'll just go to Miami now. I give Miami a B plus. They escaped the first game against Drake. They only shot 30.4% from the field, but they overcame it by having nine offensive boards, forcing 12 turnovers, and drawing 19 fouls, and shooting almost 17% better from the free throw line than Drake. So. Yeah, and Drake, they had the chance to win the game. Uh, they were up, and then they went on a scoring drought of... They scored one point in the last five minutes and 40 seconds of the game. So just really disappointing for Drake. Miami probably gets lucky in that game. But then they completely turn around against Indiana and just play really well. Yeah. Okay, next we're going to be starting to give out a couple Fs here. First we'll start with <laughs> Iowa State. Six seed. Embarrassing would be the word to describe the game against Pitt. They were down 22-2 to two to start the game, and they never – ever like did anything after that they shot 23.3 from the field 9.5 from three they only managed to score 41 jaron holmes had the most points on the team with 12 and he shot six for 17 and another interesting thing they came into the tournament only winning three of their last 10 games i it's don't the big 12 think overrating the big 12 they, they should have gotten it. a six seed uh two of those wins were against baylor that's probably the reason that they did get a succeed because they, they swept Baylor in the regular season. I think they went 3-0 and against them. But here's the thing. You can't say that the Big Ten. Like, when you, they I saw, know. you see the same thing with the Big Ten last year. It's like they think everyone's so good, so then people just beat each other up. Their records are like they have high losses, amount of losses, and you can't really tell if they're really actually legit. Yeah. So that – and then obviously they didn't look legit at all because East – they did really yeah. bad. They scored, they scored like one of the lowest scores in March Madness history. It should have been lower if Pitt was actually trying harder defensively at the end. But yeah. it was over at that point. Yeah. Okay, let's just so keep I, this I'm trend. I'm them an F as well. Yeah, let's keep this trend going. Next F, going to Texas A&M. I had Texas A&M going to the Elite Eight. They were looking really good coming into the tournament. Yeah. So another embarrassing describes the same thing. Texas A&M was a no-show. Finished the game behind Alabama. They finished a game behind Alabama in the SEC standings, and they lost in the SEC championship. Despite that was demolished by Alabama, they still made it there. Penn State shot 48.2 from the field, but they shot 59.1 from three. Jalen Pickett and the shooters that Penn State had were just too much. Aggie shot only 29.4 from three, and Penn State's lead was as big as 26. Second team All-American. Jalen Pickett, 19 points, 7 rebounds, and 8 assists, while Andrew Funk scored 27 points. And then Dexter Dennis for A&M led the way for the Aggies with 19 in an embarrassing performance. Yeah, you're obviously going to know a lot more about this one than I am as a you as an A&M fan. But 
just like I don't think they played as themselves. Yeah. They just didn't play like they've been playing all season. Our offense, AM's offense comes from defense. And their defense they weren't getting stops. Also it part of it was just Penn State was shooting insanely good. When you have like eleven percent better from three than you are from two and you're shooting high volume, it's, there's not much you can do about it, but Yeah. They also still didn't play great in general. They were like the first little bit. It was close. And then it was once close for about Penn State started hitting a couple three minutes. Shows. It's not three minutes. Let me see. It was close for approximately. It was. Oh, actually, more like seven minutes. Yeah, it was not like complete blowout. Well, actually, it was close until probably the six fifty mark in the first, and then it was a complete blowout. Yeah, and then they just. Lit it up. Yeah. Okay, next we'll go on to Iowa, the number eight seed. C minus, I'd give them. Couldn't ever, ever establish anything in their loss to Auburn. They're outshot all areas in the field, 46% to 41. 36 from field, and then 36 to 25 from three-point, and 77 to 70 from free throw. Every area, Auburn shot better. Yeah, and they... Even though Auburn did shoot better, Iowa still scored 75 points. And they are a three-point shooting team. And they were really struggling from the three. Uh, they shot 25.9%, uh, mostly because they shot it a lot better in the second half. Um, but then also Chris Murray, uh, he didn't really show up in the first half, which they were losing by five, and then he showed up at the end of the second half, but it wasn't enough. Yeah. Sanford for, Sanford for Iowa led the team scoring 21 points, but Auburn's lead grew as much as 17, and the 14 offensive rebounds Iowa had wasn't enough to keep it close at the end. So. Yeah, with about, I'm looking at the... With about 4.32 left in the game, it was a six-point, well, actually not about. Exactly 4.32, actually 5.07 left in the game is a four-point game. So, yeah, so they got it close again, but then Auburn just pulled away. Yep. And then number nine, Auburn, just talked about really. They had great in the first game against Iowa. Iowa never could get comfortable, and the Iowa's lead was only as large as two points. So they never really... Seemed like they were in control at all. Iowa didn't seem like it. Auburn dominated. Johnny Broom for Auburn <laughs> scored 19. I mean, are you talking about? Yeah, he scored 19, shot 50% from the field. Are you talking about the Iowa game? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And then against Houston, they had a great first half. They led by 10, and then they got outscored by 27 points in the second half. Houston looked like a r- completely different team in the second half. Their second half adjustments hurt. Yeah. Really good. But to me, the biggest thing was they shot 52.8% from the free throw line. You can't win. That's horrible. 52. The funny thing is, a lot of that was uh, Johnny Broom. Yeah. I'm tr- I don't know how to pull up his free throw. Oh, shot six of 16 from the free throw. That's 10 points. Uh, for perspective, 
Houston, I think they shot around 20 free throws in the second half. You think that's right? They shot something them. like that. They didn't miss a single free throw. In yeah, the they were 82% from the free throw line. And they and they didn't miss a single free throw in the second half. Like yeah. as a as a team. So, yeah. That's a lot of points off the board for Auburn. Yeah. And then 10C Penn State give them A minus. Penn State embarrassed Texas A&M like we talked about. Really embarrassing game for Texas A&M. Yeah, really embarrassing. Just keep talking. Okay. And the game against Texas. I would give them at least an A, A minus. They played because really, they, they played. finished the season so well that I thought that they could maybe make more of a run. They yeah, went as to the soon Big as Ten Penn State beat Texas A&M, no one was thinking they were going all the way. I didn't think they were going all the way. I said they could make the Final Four. That's they're not going all the way. All the way is winning the championship. Okay. But then in the game against Texas, they're up three points with 4:50 to go. But then Texas finished with 16 point, 16 to eight run. Yeah, especially uh, by Dylan uh, Disu. They just couldn't stop him down low. Yeah, yeah, 28. And they only forced five turnovers, so Texas did a good job controlling the ball. Texas also shot 50.8 from the field to overcome the 7.7 from three. Yeah. So Then Cameron Winter led Penn State with 16 points. But mm-hmm. that wasn't enough, but they had it. The game, they were close, and then they just... And honestly, I don't going. feel like Jalen Pickett played up to his potential. Yeah. In either of the games. like The first game he did. Well, the first game... He had almost, oh, almost actually, had a triple-double. Not either like, of the games, my bad. 19, Texas game. 7, and 8. In the, in the game against Texas, uh, he definitely didn't play up against his potential. Texas did a really good job of taking him away, more on the offensive end. Um, he did get 10 rebounds. So, that's... Just wasn't enough for Penn State. Yep. And Pittsburgh mostly talked about. They got off to a huge lead. Led wire to wire. Iowa State shot really bad. And they did win a first four game. They won sixty to fifty nine against Mississippi State in a thriller. Yeah, that was a really good game. Nellie Cummings led them one thirteen, but they didn't even need really anyone to do good because Iowa State was just that bad but Iowa State was horrible yeah honestly I mean, Pittsburgh didn't even play that well either yeah but then the next game Xavier was no match for him as Xavier was no match for him yep they were no match for Xavier that's you said Xavier was no match for him. I mean they were no match for Xavier <laughs> you know what I meant okay my bad so they, like, it just went, it was bad. The first six minutes, it was close, and then they got to double digits. And then Xavier just pulled away at that point. Yeah, and then Xavier was up 20, and then the garbage time cut it down. But basically most of the same things to talk about for. Double, Xavier doubled him in assist. His pitch shot horrible from the floor, and they couldn't do anything, really. I wouldn't say Pitt's not horrible from the 38. floor, but 6 is compared to Xavier, yeah, yeah compared to him, but even 38.6 isn't great. That's like more yeah. of what your three-point percentage should be. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, really the reason they scored so much is because I think it was a quicker game. Like if the game was yeah. a normal pace, they wouldn't have scored 73. Xavier was going it's, fast. It's, and Xavier's won. a quick team. Yeah, they they were also hitting a ton of threes. Yeah. Okay, Drake. 
number 12. I give them a B minus. They had seemed like they had the game in the bag. They're up eight with 5:40 to go, but then Miami went on a 16 to one run to end the game. Yeah. Every year I try to pick at least one 12 seed to upset, and this year I picked Drake. Uh, pretty frustrating way to end the game. And what happened? I feel like they just like lost their cool. Not lost their cool as in like got mad, but they were like they weren't as calm and collected in those last five minutes as the yeah. whole game. They got like, oh, we're in it. It's close. Well, their best player didn't show just, up to. It was rough. Like the previous com- conference player of the year in their conference, and he didn't show up. Darnell Brody. Though led the way for them with 20, but Nigel Pack, too much Tannehill, he had 20, 21. They also, Miami won the rebounding battle, offensive rebounding battle 9 to 2, and free throws 23 to 9 to 5 to 8. So, yeah, only getting two offensive rebounds, that's not going to help you win. Yeah, they did not shoot. They also weren't aggressive enough. They only shot eight free throws and made five of eight, so they didn't even shoot the free throws that they did get good. Yeah, pretty much. Right now, 13, Kent State. They went with C minus. They just didn't weren't a match for the Hoosiers. Kent State only had a one point lead throughout, like not throughout the game, but that was as far at as at any point in the game. Yeah, any point. Indiana got about and that up, was at the very start. Yeah, by as much as 16, and then Kent State did Kent bad. Kent State once kept they shot, it. Their, they shot within almost 15 32. almost the entire game, but yeah. shot like almost 32 percent from the field. Kent State did. And then Carey scored the most on their team with 15, but he was 5 for 18, so he wasn't yeah. efficient at all. But Jacobs added 8 points, 9 rebounds, and 7 assists, but they weren't efficient. He wasn't efficient either scoring. And then Tracy Jackson Davis led the team. Indiana yeah. was scoring. So Who came up with their name, the Golden Flashes? That's such a terrible name. I mean, I just there could be worse. Nothing to do with the actual game, but the golden oh. flashes. Okay, let's just not disrespect wow. teams. Okay, I mean BYU didn't even make the tournament. If we're gonna start talking, BYU has a good the Cougars. No, I'm just saying they didn't make the tournament. They made the tournament at least, so give them respect where they deserve it. Okay, Kennesaw State A minus. They're up 13 with 9:56 to go. Blew the lead. We basically talked about it. Yeah, um, they had 10 offensive boards compared to only four for Xavier. But Xavier. Kennesaw State honestly looked like the better team for yeah. majority. the majority of the second half. And then as soon as the 10-minute mark hit, boom, they went completely cold and gave Xavier a chance to come back. Yeah, they also did not shoot enough free throws like Drake did. They only shot 13, made eight. They yeah. were not as close, and then Xavier shot a ton and made pretty efficiently and that's what Arkansas did really well against Kansas I know we're not talking about this at all but Arkansas (laughs) was able to drive and get in to the paint and that's one of the reasons they were able to beat Kansas because they were able to be really aggressive yeah Youngblood comparison yeah Youngblood and Burden both scored 14 each but they blew the lead so next Colgate I give them a B Colgate had Texas for about Actually, the interest Colgate uh, didn't Colgate like play Texas last year or two years ago in the tournament. Maybe 
I feel like they. If they played Tennessee, it would be, well, maybe that was even longer. Oh no, they played Arkansas. Never mind. I'm, I was wrong. Yeah. Okay. They were the best three-point shooting team heading into it, but they shot horrible. They only shot 20% from the. Yeah, screen. we kind of talked about the difference like this earlier. They're also out rebounded. Keegan record led the team scoring 13, but they couldn't do anything as they only got to seven points in the second half. But then they Texas pulled away again once they got it semi close. Yeah, that's I don't really have anything to add. <laughs> yeah, I mean we basically covered the Texas win against them already. The last Northern Kentucky, the 16 seed, I give them an A. Yeah, they kept it decently close with Houston almost the entire game, yeah. actually. they shot horrible from the field like we talked about <laughs> earlier. They won the turnover battle, but they just couldn't do anything else after that. As Sam Vincent led their team score with 15 points, shooting 7 for 15. 7 for 15, so. Yeah. I mean, all things considered, that's respectable. They shot so bad and yet somehow only lost by 11. Yeah, I really look at the turnover margin. Uh... Plus 10 in the turnover margin, Northern Kentucky. The Northern Kentucky Norse. Oh my gosh, these people have such terrible... You know what the Norse is. Okay, anyway. Just... <laughs> keeping it close against Houston. That's really respectable. Yeah, that's really respectable. Okay, you don't learn anything from this one podcast. Just learn not to make fun of teams when your team didn't even make the tournament like Brandon's and BYU didn't even make the tournament. So that's the end of this podcast.